particular on the differing rituals that typify women and men, although, of course, not all individual men and women behave in ways that are typical. Conversational rituals common among men often involve using opposition such as banter, joking, teasing, and playful put-downs, and expending effort to avoid the one-down position in the interaction. Conversational rituals common among women are often ways of maintaining an appearance of equality, taking into account the effect of the exchange on the other person, and expending effort to downplay the speaker's authority so they can get the job done without flexing their muscles in an obvious way. When everyone present is familiar with these conventions, they work well. But when ways of speaking are not recognized as conventions, they are taken literally with negative results on both sides. When two people form a private relationship of love or friendship, the bubble of their interaction is a world unto itself, even though they both come with a prior experience of their families, their community, and a lifetime of conversations. But someone who takes a job is entering a world that is already functioning, with its own characteristic style already in place. Allowing for a range of cultural influences such as regional background, the type of industry involved, whether it's a family business or a large corporation, workplaces which have previously had men in positions of power have already established male-style interaction as the norm. In that sense, women and others whose styles are different are not starting out equal but are at a disadvantage. Though talking at work is quite similar to talking in private, It's a very different enterprise in many ways. An intern on duty at a hospital had a decision to make. A patient had been admitted with a condition he recognized, and he knew which medication was appropriate but that medication was recommended for a number of conditions in different dosages. He wasn't quite sure what dose was right for this condition. He had to make a quick decision. Would he interrupt the supervising resident during a meeting to check the dose, or would he make his best guess and go for it? What was at stake? First and foremost, the welfare and maybe even the life of the patient. But something else was at stake, too the reputation, and eventually the career of the intern. If he interrupted the resident to ask about the dosage, he was making a public statement about what he didn't know, as well as making himself something of a nuisance. In this case, he went with his guess, and there were no negative effects. But one wonders how many medical errors have resulted from decisions to guess rather than ask. It is clear that not asking questions can have disastrous consequences in medical settings, but asking questions can also have negative consequences. A physician wrote to me about a related experience that occurred during her medical training. She received a low grade from her supervising physician. It took her by surprise because she knew that she was one of the best interns in her group. She asked her supervisor for an explanation and he replied that she didn't know as much as the others. She knew from her day-to-day dealings with her peers that she was one of the most knowledgeable, not the least. 
so she asked what evidence had led him to his conclusion. And he told her, you ask more questions. There is evidence that men are less likely than women to ask questions in a public situation where asking will reveal their lack of knowledge. One such piece of evidence is a study done in a university classroom where sociolinguist Kate Remlinger noticed that women students asked the professor more questions than the men students did. As part of her study, Remlinger interviewed six students at length, three men and three women. All three men told her that they would not ask questions in class if there was something they didn't understand. Instead, they said they would try to find the answer later by reading the textbook, asking a friend, or as a last resort, asking the professor in private during office hours. As one young man said, If it's vague to me, I usually don't ask. I'd rather go home and look it up.